Welcome, everybody, to the next installment of Historic History. I'm your host, Billy Toll. To my left... It's a papa bear. Arnie Lopez. Arnie, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And then yeah. me, Kevin, too. Yes. Yeah. How are y'all doing? <laughs> How's everybody? We hope you all are having a wonderful day, night, morning, drive, walk, run, whatever the whatever. fuck you do when you're listening to us. We hope it's going great. Also, if you're listening from a different country... Holler from America. Thank you for listening. Ni-ha. We love you. Also, if you're in America, we love you too. Hola. But Konnichiwa. I, I was looking at our analytics, and we got listeners in Germany. Really? Oh, maybe nope. Austria. Nope. I think That's... Austria is actually where they're at. Mm-hmm. And Bonjour. We got listeners in France. France. Uh-huh. I don't even know. Oui, oui. Buongiorno. Don't, don't insult them. No, no, no. Welcome. I'm fucking stoked that you guys are hearing all the way from. Kidding. I think you actually did really well. Here from the 805, yeah. my boy. Yeah. Shout out, Ox City. Holla at your boy, Papa Bear. So, so what do we got on the menu today, boys? So today we're going to be talking about William Randolph Hearst. Oh, yes. Mr. Hearst, dude. Hearst yeah. Castle. Yeah, and we brought the subject up. In a previous episode. Yeah, last episode. Last episode. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it would be because a lot of people actually don't, like, they know the name, but no they really don't know, Willie. like, the life of the man. Or they've been know? to his house. Yeah, or they, they've they only been to Hearst Castle, and that's yeah. it, you know? So I figured, knowledge. let's let's dive into this guy and see, see what's up, right? So, he was born in San Francisco to a mining tycoon that made his money out here in California and Nevada mining gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had okay. a lot of there money. There we go. Yeah. A lot of money. So we call that dirty money. We call that Papa's money. Ooh. Yeah. Daddy's money. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. He um, he went to Harvard. Um, and, 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 you know, a lot of people speculate, you know, was that on his own merits or his father's? But the only really... Interesting thing that I found from Harvard, his Harvard days, was that for pranks that he used to like to do, for like professors and stuff like that, he would shit in a bucket. Literally, would shit in a bucket or a pot and then leave it in their office. Oh, so this guy's an idiot. Kind of a bonehead. What the fuck? He yeah. did, he's like a happy yeah. Gilmore? No, it's what's his name from the office. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Creed? No. No, no, no. The well hung, he says on his license plate. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. I can't believe it. Packer. Uh, Packer. Todd Packer. Yeah, he takes a shit in Michael's office. Oh, my God. Hey, well, that's package? him. That's what he did. That's he, the kind of shit that he did. He never left his anal phase. Oh, my God. Rookie, dude. So that's that's what he did to get his Shout out off. to Freud. Um, <laughs> but so after he got out of Harvard, he was looking for a job. And at this point, his dad had owned a everything. publishing company. So he had his fingers in everything, right? So... Uh, in 1887, so this gives you an idea of how, how long ago this was, uh, he took over management of his father's newspaper, the San Francisco Examiner, um, which his father, fun note, acquired in 1880 as repayment for a gambling debt. That's crazy. What's crazy is you do, like back in those times, this is considered like social media right like this is considered media that was the only thing people had we didn't have like tv so like the only thing people had is what was being written about um and so Newspapers. this guy had a lot of power probably oh yeah so he, nuts. big and dick he's shitting buckets dude and he'd sh- that's a, that's his son shit bucket yeah. fucking willie a troll so Basically, what he does when he gets this paper is he starts modernizing it as best as he can. So he starts buying the best printing presses. He moves it to a newer building. and Revolution. Yeah. So he, he, uh, he even got some of the best writers of the time to write for this Smart newspaper. Guy. So, he's a, so two, two of the names you're going to recognize are Jack London and Mark Twain. So he got the two of them to write for him as journalists in his newspaper. Um, And that's that's saying something, right? Like you got marked one Jack London, right? That's you know people know who he is, but Mark Twain. 
Well, if the money's right. Yeah. So yeah. Da Vinci did a lot of that. Sorry to sidetrack. Go ahead. No, you're good. But so after his success with the San Francisco Examiner, he um, went and he figured, you know, I want to make a media empire. I want to have one that stresses coast to coast, but I can't do that if I don't do well in New York. I have to do well in New right. York. So he buys the New York Evening Journal. And this is a penny paper. So this sells for literally a penny, right? And he hires a bunch of writers and journalists from his competitor, which is the New York World. And that was ran by Joseph Pulitzer. You probably recognize his name. Pulitzer Prize. Mm-hmm. And Pulitzer is well known now, obviously, for the Pulitzer Prize, which originally started off as like a reward for journalism, right? right and then it turned right. into like other arts and humanities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was big on journalism. He was a big time journalist back then. So the two of them start having a. So the two of them start having a rivalry between the two that he forced mm-hmm. yeah. that he forced and the crazy part about this is the two of them are known for starting what is basically called yellow journalism yeah and so what that is is yellow journalism and the yellow press are american terms for journalism and associated newspapers that present little or no legitimate well-researched news while instead using eye-catching headlines for increased sales so So, it's kind of like magazines today where it's like not junk magazines but like your like your tmz kind of or like the news Mm -hmm. when they cover high-speed chases or like the news in general you know, you see yeah, a headline, yeah, yeah. man shot and shoot out with, you know, six police officers, one officer down. And you're like, what the fuck? I got to read this, yeah. you know, and then you read it and you realize, OK, well, a bear and know, a giraffe. So both, it's, you know, it's not loose. actually what happened. A lot of, yeah. You know, a lot of opinion, lot of propaganda, pieces. very opinionated. Yeah. yeah. Propaganda. Just like the news today. If you listen closely to a lot of newscasters now on big name media, they'll say this. Look, I'm just so and so. Like I'm just I'm just I'm just what's his name Como I'm just Como, you know what? And this is this is what I think. And then they start saying, "quote fingers news," but they're what they're not giving you news because they just said this is my opinion. Now they can say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's and, where it started. Yep, and it was all in an effort to beat the other guy out. We need to sell more newspapers than them. So the first big. Um, I guess conflict that he really covered for the United States was the Spanish-American War. Um, and that was right around, it had to deal with the Cuban Revolution. So Spain was losing control of Cuba. Um, they sunk the Maine, which was one of our naval ships, and we got pulled into it. So that's when their yellow journalism really started to take hold. So what he's literally quoted as saying is he had a um journalist that he had go out there to cuba and he was like go out there take pictures learn stories figure out what the fuck is going on because we need to say how bad this is because at that point he's very pro against communism and he was like you need to go out you need to show the war you need to show all the horrors that are going on and after like two weeks of the guy being there he was like it's not that crazy. (laughs) Like, it's not as bad as you think it is. And he was like, don't worry about it. Keep taking the pictures. I'll make it bad. Wow. Shitty person, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he saw a niche in a market. Oh, yeah. He saw, uh, uh, yeah. He saw how he could take a foothold without actually doing the work. And take some money out of it, too? And make a name for himself? Damn. Sign me up. Yeah, I want to be like Hearst Castle. I want to. I want to be like Hearst. Yeah, I don't want a castle. Crazy though, right? Crazy dude. So he 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 didn't care what was going on. Yeah. It was it was what what's the narrative that I'm trying to push? Yeah. You know, and like one one of the things that I realized when I was doing you know the research for this was like this was in the 1880s, bro. Like 
Yeah. And people talk about like, oh, well, the media just started doing it within the past like two decades. And it's no. like, no, bro. It's the formula. That's they been started it and they've been doing it since, you know, it's just back then you only had certain organizations that were doing it. And you had other ones that you knew you could go to that weren't yellow journalists, you yeah. know, whereas now it's, it's the whole fucking thing. See, but at that point, yellow journalism takes hold. No, you're not selling as many papers of the real deal. Now you got to increase your price. Exactly. Yeah. For that. Nobody's going to buy it. Nope. You know, and then you run out of print. Goodbye. But so he ran for Congress multiple times. He got elected into the House of Representatives twice, uh, ran for president at one point, failed, ran for governor of New York and failed ran for mayor of new york and failed um jeez he should become yeah. a principal or something he <laughs> he uh he was very uh far left leaning for the majority of his life yeah um and and was very against um the new deal and things like that that's what you meant by left leaning. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I well, thought no. he had more of like he was leaning more on his left side. This whole mm. I get what you're fucking saying. Yeah. I wonder left why. Left wing. Left wing. Looking what? at yeah. Papa's money. I wonder why he was against the New Deal. All that gold. All that money mining, right? He was a miner. Well, yeah. The New Deal was you guys give us all the gold, and we'll give, we'll you... give you this paper mm-hmm. in exchange. And then where did it all go? Went to Fort Knox for a while. Mm-hmm. And now we have no idea. Yeah. One of the crazy things that I thought was wild about him is, you know, he covered World War One, and then when World War Two was starting, or not necessarily starting, but Hitler came to power, he freely and, and without any complaint from his readers ran columns from Goring and Goebbels and Hitler. Talking about what they were doing, how it's good for Germany. Oh, so he was talking you know, more positive, blah, blah, blah. positively about them. Yeah, putting them in a positive light. And in one of their interviews, Hitler asked them, you know, why is America so adverse to to me? And he was like, well, they're partial to democracy, not dictatorship. And that was his only, you're not doing something right, you know. But I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Because this is gold this is yellow gold like what the fuck bro he was okay with that now granted i'm sure at that point they don't know about half of the evil shit that was going on you well, know I mean, it already sounds like hearse was already a fucking not like i mean i'm this is his dad william he's already seemed like he was already dealing with some of like the higher powers of the world and he also had a lot of power of that, like, but he probably, I mean, when you have that much power, you're probably not the best guy. You're probably not the most thought, like, well, you're probably not a good guy. You know, you had to get a knock over a lot of people to get that money, you know, like, yeah. I've never met, a. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but to that kind of money, that kind of power, it does get to you, dude. And also in that time period you got to think like it wasn't like you know like women's women's rights where i mean you can imagine the kind of shit this guy was probably doing where you could just buy his way out of everything check this out you know remember inception yeah the movie and uh, the point was they wanted to get that guy the main guy to to mm-hmm. to break away from right. to basically break his own empire up well yeah exactly because you want their point you got to get away from your dad yeah you have to be your yeah. own person yeah and build your own and the way it was going was, if he were to die without having told him, build your own thing, he would have pushed to conquer his dad and make something bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, but then they implanted that idea and he wanted to do something himself. It's kind of like that. It's like, imagine growing up and seeing your dad and being like, I got to top that. I got I to beat that, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I already know what he's, what he's dealing with. Like, I already see on it. So now I got to do 10 times that. Bigger. I think it had a lot... 
I think that might have had a lot to play in like why he got so heavy into pushing politics in his newspapers as well. Because he started off, like I said, he started off very progressive and he claimed that he was speaking for the working class and, you know, the blue collar worker. And, Thomas Shelby. You know, that's yeah. that's who he he espoused. Right. And then after World War One, he got really conservative and it turned into, no, we don't need to be in the League of Nations. We should have an isolationist policy um no we don't need to be spending this kind of money for the government people are fine with the wages that they're work making right now yeah they're fine with the conditions that are happening right now like complete 180 degree turn building a platform now. Mm -hmm. and um so something that i think is nuts is that he throughout his whole life he bought everything so anything that he wanted that he saw that he liked he bought it and he was huge because his mom was um one of the first i think she was the first one of the first female chairs at berkeley Shit. something like that mm -hmm. um and they have the uc system their entire they have an actual anthropological library and that library was started by her so his family was always big on archaeology and anthropology so he had a lot of old catholic furniture from yeah. like the catholic church he had a lot of artifacts from egypt he had a lot of greek sculptures and roman sculptures and so stuff like that but he's spending money to buy the real thing of course, yeah. so because he's not Sarcophagus. paying attention to it he was putting himself in a shit ton of fucking debt and when the great depression hit he couldn't pay any of it back so he lost a lot of those things. So his thing was, okay, well, instead of declaring bankruptcy, I can donate this shit. Mm. So that's what I'm going to do. Smart guy. <laughs> Excuse me. So he donates everything periodically. It's not all at once. You know, he hits a new new low, financial low, and realizes, well, shit, I got to auction off some more stuff. I got to get rid of some more shit. You know, at one point, he bought um, he's bought the area, the ranch, where Hearst Castle is now. That used to be a ranch. Yeah. Built that entire place up and never finished building it, actually. Um, and he also got what's called the... Hold on, I'm looking for it. Um, Did he buy like a coastline? Yeah, that whole plot of land mm -hmm. out there by Hearst Castle he bought because he had a zoo out there yeah. as well, which he also donated the animals to the LA Zoo. So, And at some point he owned the beach mm -hmm. from Hearst all the way to Santa Barbara. Yeah. He owned it. Mm -hmm. Like that's the kind of shit that he was buying, just buying random shit. Yeah. You Huge know. land, yeah huge swaths of land he bought um there people have probably seen it in movies but there's the beverly hills mansion it's like an eight shaped yeah. building that was originally one of the most the most expensive house in the united states for a long period of time he owned it for a while had to sell it yeah you know That's so cool um Imagine partying like in those out dude i would fucking i would Bro. love that but i'm sure you don't have a lot of friends like I'm, yeah. I'm sure the people that you hang around are just fucking. They're not real friends. They're not really their very best interest. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that he he wasn't really around people that really did care for him. So, yeah. I'm sure there's they're trying to like. I mean, but dude, you don't gotta be that. But like, so here's I don't know. here's the crazy part is, I still couldn't get over how much in how much of a sway he had on politics. So I, I don't know if you guys will recognize this name, Tammany Hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So that was the first political, <coughs> they call it a boss, so the head of Tammany Hall, but it's like what we have now. So Mitch McConnell's the head of the Republicans, you know, that kind of shit, where you have a grouping of Republicans or Democrats, and a specific person is the head of that group, and whatever he says or she says goes. Um, he had connections to them through his parents, mm. you know. Um, and then 
it just this dude was able to spout whatever political jargon he wanted to in his newspaper and it helped sway elections so when mckinley got shot weeks before that he was talking about in his newspaper how mckinley should should be shot because he's not doing a good oh my job God. and then he gets shot and people are saying and he's like well obviously it's not me you know it's not like i literally told people to go out and do it you know but at that point he had practically helped to sway elections yeah you know he's not he's using his newspaper and his position and his power to get him in with political groups so that he can get the people that he wants elected yeah you know and it's the same shit that's going on today, man. Yeah. It's the same shit. Well, that's you know? not exactly what I said. What I said was this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, uh, his wife, this is another creepy thing. He, uh, he was 32 when they met. She was 16. And knew he wanted to marry her at 16. What the fuck? But waited... Until she was 19 to get married. Smart guy. He's a smart guy. Started pumping money into Hollywood. Helped a few of the uh, studios that are still around get up and running. And started doing movies. And fell in love with one of the actresses. And his his wife's name is is, uh, not Marion Davies. Millicent Veronica Wilson. That's her name. And this actress Excuse that me. he ends up falling in love with, Marion Davies, he has like a fling for 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 years, for like a super long period of time. And he has so much power in Hollywood that he's able to tell directors who are going to be her co-actors so that only old men and really, really young men would be working with her mm. so that she wouldn't fall for anybody. He this bought guy, her a mansion. This guy, this guy sounds like he has in so New much York, power. It's almost like a so that he scene. could go and visit her whenever he wanted, out of prying eyes. Guy's a snake, dude. Wild fucking life. And his wife never fucking divorced him. Oh well, no! Look at never. That no, she she found out and separated separated from him. Got her, got her own mansion. Yeah. Probably got her four four mansions, dude. Like crazy but he ended up ended up dying at like 88 of cancer um and the only properties that he still had in his name were his newspaper companies and that was it and those all went to different people his son one of his sons was like a famous journalist or some shit like that he had four yeah but that man had money and influence and power to the max and he's actually the basis for uh orson wells citizen kane Mm -hmm. so that actual the main character kane that's who he's based off of no way Mm -hmm. someone who gets a shit ton of money and a shit ton of power and uses that to sway the politics in the country to whichever direction they want to go in Started it all. Yep. Literally created yellow belly journalism. <sighs> yeah. And you just go travel his house today. Pay for a tour. Mm-hmm. So with all that money, you're helping pay off his debt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But he, he, you know, he inflamed uh, relations in the Spanish-American War. You know, from that that quote, there's there's a lot more than just that quote I told you guys. You know, um, he purposely went out and you know told the guy to take pictures of certain areas and you know of different angles and would use different angles for different stories that happened in other areas um, to make it seem like it was a hell of a lot worse than it actually was. You know, um, when it came time for like World War Two. Um, he was super against the League of Nations and going into it and 
his thing was, okay, well, let's not talk about how bad of an idea it is and how bad what's going on over there actually is because that's going to make people want to fucking help, right? Yeah. Hey, let's make these people seem like nothing bad's going on, you know? That's why he interviewed Hitler. He interviewed, you know, Goebbels and Goering, and he interviewed Mussolini and, you know, all of these different people and, and tried to make it seem like, oh, yeah, it's, it's all fine and dandy all over here. It's all fine and dandy. Yeah, nothing, nothing to see. These guys aren't horrible. You know. Like a Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Hanging out in fucking North Korea. Yeah. He's, He's a great guy. Really Played basketball guy. with him. <laughs> Ken. He Ken. shot. He shot. He did better than me. He beat me. <laughs> Dave. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave Skylock. <laughs> Dave Skylock. That's oh, such a good God. movie. With the dic- is it the dictator? Yeah. Yo, huge shout out to Dubredo 5, man. I uh, They just brought us some cartridges that are probably the cleanest fire I've had in a while. And this one's called Sweet Tea. And you guys know me. I love yeah. my sweet teas, baby. Tennessee boy. I'm a Tennessee boy at heart. And this brings me right back to the good old... Good old land of where I was. Actually, I was born here. But, dude, shout out to Dubredo5. Uh, thank you for always hooking us up. Guys, go check them out. They have amazing deals all the time. They're doing BOGOs throughout the week. Um, they are always got some good merch. But give them a call. 805-427-421. Oh, I'm sorry. 421-9449. <laughs> Dubredo5. Duber. Dude, that's nuts, though. Right. I, uh... I was checking out this game, or it's actually, it's a sport called uh, Cal- Calico, Calico Storico out there. It's it's a huge sport in Italy, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been around for 2,000 years. Jeez. 2,000 years. That's old. It's a fucking old-ass Jesus game. Jesus was playing. And there there's, I forget how they described it, um, like in Italy, but like you know the hierarchies would watch it and they would they loved it so much but they're saying it's too bloody to be a sport and too organized to be like at war so we're going to make it into a sport and it's basically a mixture between rugby and a bloodbath i'm what's a, talking what's, what's a bloodbath i'm talking like bare knuckle boxing what the Fuck. Yes. Yeah. So you can punch the guy. You could punch the guy. That's their defense. You know how in basketball they set screens and in offense and in football we we block and we. Yeah. So in there and you're fucking punching somebody. In this, in this case, Whoa. your your defense is your your best fighters, and it's crazy because when they train, you're training with boxers and you're training with some of the best football players and you're also training with some of the best soccer players, the world's best, and it's it's crazy because it's all in Italy mm-hmm. and. The way it works is wherever you're from, like your hometown, you can never change teams. You're always that color on that team. So you're like team red or team white, and that's that's your, and it has a lot of like tradition into it. And they don't make a lot of money, but you get a chance to fucking play this sport, and it's like you're seen as like an icon out there, and people yeah. love you. But you don't make a lot of money doing it, and you basically have to be on a field for 50 minutes. And uh, whoever scores the most points wins. The way you score a point is you have to grab the ball, try to make it past midfield, and throw it into the into the net. If you miss it, the other te- you the other team gets a half point. Hmm. So it's constant going back and forth. And so you have your first line of defense, which is all knuckle bare knuckle boxing, and then the big boot. Your the second big your, yeah, fucking it's like your, dudes. Your heavy hitters, and then your second line of defense is usually guys that can kind of move. Like your football linebackers, more more or less, like mm-hmm. little speed. Like your mm-hmm. you know, this is more like where rugby comes Size in. And speed. Yeah, and those guys also, and then the guys behind them are usually like the quickest, the quickest guys with the best legs that could kick and also throw, like mm-hmm. you know, really really far, and because you could throw it or you can kick it the ball, and it's fucking nuts, man. These guys they fuck each other up. The, the the way they describe it is just trying to be on the field for fifty minutes is is like. Of fucking victory in itself, because mm-hmm. that's how crazy it is. And you walk off the field alive. You walk yeah. off the field. Alive. There is a case where one player lost both his fucking eyes. Both his eyes got gouged out. Yeah, bro. Yeah. In his hands. And he was happy. They were in his hands. He was happy that he was just alive. Yeah, when he got out. And the crazy thing is, some guys. That's all they train for is just to last the fifty oh, minutes. Man. Not so much last or be. Fucking good. They I just lost tried to both last. my eyes, and I'm thankful. And I'm thankful. Still here. Crazy, right? It's nuts. If I had one eye, I'd still play. Totally nuts. 
It reminds me a lot of like all these crazy athletes. I can't wrap my head around that. It's nuts, man. Like, um, it's called Calico what? Calico Storico. Okay. So Storico, I think it's called Storico. Yeah. I'm gonna look up videos. But it's yeah, it's it's fucking amazing. And these guys are, I mean, when they're done, dude. After they're, uh, they celebrate, they party hard, and they usually come together and like party yeah. as like a team and like a family. It's nuts. And then they take the they, they take like a, a team trip to the hospital. Because yeah, they need to, and some guys and the hospitals know who they, they are. The they know they're going to be coming in yeah. at like a certain time, yeah. and they, you know, like they it's a weekly thing. Clear, clear the cat scan. They arrange it to where these guys beds. can come in, and they they also and the doctors are like these guys. They like party hard, or they like to uh, they like to they like to drink a lot, and they like to fucking party hard. So they don't come in until like the next day after the game, and they're like we don't think it's wise for them to do that, but they. They just do that, and they, they go and drink heavily. They after. They go and drink heavily that's, after, that's and then the they realize like fuck. they're sedated. Yeah, and then they realize fuck. Uh, uh, the I'm starting to sober up now. Maybe I should take that trip to the fucking hospital. Yeah. My head hurts now. This one guy, he was like, "Yeah, it's just a Tuesday." Feed a brain bleed with alcohol. He's like, "It's it's Tuesday. I got here at one p.m. Uh, Saturday, so hopefully they let me go." And like, and then they're like, "Yeah, you're free to go." And he's like, "All right." And they're like, "We'll see you next week." His man. eyes all fucked. His up. head just looked like it was like discombobulated. Just mm-hmm. oh man, it looked so nasty. And but, like the way the teams work is, it's like on a like a, a city or a town by town or like section by section basis, kind of like how uh, England does its soccer teams. You know, yeah. so they'll have like the city tournaments and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like when you play. You play for one team because you're from that area, and that's it. You don't. Your you team's don't, your team. Yeah, you don't flip flop teams. You don't go don't play trade. for somebody else. There's no trades. Like that's your fuck. That's where you came from. That's pretty. That's dope. who you're fighting for. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's people talking about it. Like uh, this one guy has a son, and he's like four, and he's like, "So, what do you want to do when you get old?" He's like, "I want to be a, a gladiator like my dad." You know, and he's like, I don't want him to, but I'm gonna, he's going to grow up watching me. So. Can't stop him. Yeah. And you could tell, man, some of these guys, they live at home still with their mom, and their mom's, like, cooking for them. And it's on the news. I mean, it's on. Yeah, they watch. and I mean, it's it's televised and everything. And But the whole thing, they're like, you know, he's Dude, like, you'll my see mom guys, like, cooks running... all my meals, and she, she prays for me, and all these things. And it's fucking nuts, like I said. It's... Dude, you'll Okay, so, like, you'll see fucking videos of, like, a guy running with the ball down the field. Right, and like somebody's going to go stop him, and he, as he's running, he like cock backs and wah across this dude's face, or somebody will do it to him, yeah. And you'll see a fist come out of nowhere and just right across his chin. Boom. There goes the ball up in the air, you know. I like this. He gone. I he mean, gone. I, I never play it, but I'll watch it. Right. Yeah, like organized sport UFC. Imagine if like UFC and there was like a ba- like I don't know what can you add a little basketball court in the UFC ring. Oh, like slam ball or yeah. slam ball. But imagine if you would punch each other. <clears throat> I love slam ball, man. I would I would watch it for hours. Oh man, that was so cool to me. What was that other game? Or it was like a game show called like Extreme. And they were, it was like somewhere in Asia or like Japan. Oh, the, the Japanese game show. Um, that shit was hilarious to me. Oh my God. They made us, they made the show Wipeout and like kind of copied it. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be like they dub over their voices with like, that's what made with it English. So funny. Dude, like, yeah. that's what it wasn't even dub- what they were really it was, saying. It was much more enjoyable watching that shit just because of that. And then you get all those psycho contestants and they would like fill their like words in. The best. That was real funny. <laughs> they would be so racist too with it. You yeah, know? <laughs> it was just like four. <laughs> or if it was like a girl, like they would just go in on her, just so because the challenges were physical. You yeah, know? they would just get they thrown just get around. Up, dude, dude uh, people would get tossed in, in, in the that mud. show. What was the name of that show? Um, it's it's got a funny name. When I hear it, I know it. I can't fucking remember. Yeah, but it was on like Spike TV a lot. Remember Spike? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to that. Yeah. Yeah. And Bad spending. And then um like a thousand ways to die would come out after that. I I heard one that was this guy, he was going over to ask his father in law to ask like uh for his daughter's hand in marriage. Yeah. And he was uh he didn't like the dad hated him. Yeah. 
and it was like an Asian culture, Japan culture or something where they would have to have like a fancy dish and the dish was octopus. It was baby octopus and you would have to steam it with like hot water to kill it, I guess. Yeah. And then you could eat it. But the dad to show that like he was like more manlier than him, tried to swallow, tried it, to swallow it whole Kills and it, it swallowed onto his, uh, windpipe is, his windpipe and just fuck he he suffocated himself. Oh shit! Fucking crazy, right? I would have done anything. I would have just took in that hot teacup tea cuddle and poured it down my throat. Yep. And I would have fucking released everything, but I probably would have died without doing that. But I don't know why they didn't do that. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. It probably happened so fast. I, I don't know. Dude, I, that would have been the, like the reasonable thing for me to do. Would be like, all right, either stick my whole hand in there or yeah, think about it. Like, and the octopus is alive. And it has eight legs, right? Oh. Or eight tentacles. Oh. Okay. And you try to swallow... Because you're supposed to swallow it head, fir- head first, right? Freaking out. What if he didn't? And that octopus wiggles its tentacles into your larynx. Or puts two tentacles right into the both branches of your your lungs. Probably smart enough to know. Big. No, it can expand, too. It could coil up. You know, it's going to do everything in its power to not go down. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then even if you tried to pull it out, those suction cups, man, they probably feel like you're ripping your own lungs out. They have out. little teeth on them. Yeah. Make sure that they hold on tight. Try to be tough. Oof. And now you're dead. I'm sure. And oct- octopi are smart. Yeah. They probably know, like, if I just hold on, I'm, I'll probably I'll probably live. I'll just wiggle out of this dude's mouth. Uh you don't think they know where they're going? Oh my Crazy. god! Imagine that. Imagine eating it. And it went all the way down, mm. and it's alive in your stomach. While they bury you. No, no, no. You're alive. Like you say, it made it all the way. Oh, you made, it made it all the way down. You try to shit it out or something? No, it's like it's alive in your stomach. What would you do? What would you have to do? Uh, what would it feel like? Probably feel like you're having a baby. No, look. Like I saw a it's video like... the other day of a seagull. Eating a live rat. I saw that. Jesus. Yeah. So that thing's a lot. So you think that thing is gonna bite the shit out of its stomach? You'd hope so. Right. Or it'll suffocate. You know, and drown in acid. Your stomach acid. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I had work today, so. Thanks for decompressing. All us. right. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Great topic. So. <laughs> Crack me up, dude. Oh, thank you. Hearst. <laughs> oh, dude, have you guys been to his... We know we talked about this last uh, podcast, but have you been to the castle? Mm-hmm. You been to the castle? Yeah. So what do you remember? I remember... We're talking about Hearst Castle, the by the way. long fucking drive up the hill and yeah. how sketchy the road was yep. to get up there. And then I remember as you pull up, like you can tell he built the driveway and the road up there and the way the fucking castle is positioned so that like as you're cresting the hill, you know, you see the statues and then a fountain and then there's the castle in the background. Yeah, yeah. I need and to go like, to Hearst Castle so fucking We bad. should take a road trip for sure. Dude, it's dope I'm going to as Palm Springs fuck. on Tuesday to stop by. In Palm Springs? It's definitely the opposite direction. Yep, it is. Yep. Stop by. I will stop you by. Should. Don't stop by. Yeah, just, just think about it on your way down there. I'm so stoked for this fucking <laughs> getaway, dude. I, what are you going to do? Well, there's a casino down there. So I was like, definitely not going to do that. There's a few. But I might go to the casino, even though it's... There's a lot of old people in Palm Springs. Well, I don't think so. Well, not right now. I don't <laughs> sure. think. Old people. But yeah, man. I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm definitely going to uh, Rage Cage out there. Get yeah. a drink. Going to smoke some weeds. Going to go swimming a lot. Suck some feet. I'm going to be there for three days. I'm definitely going to suck on some toesies, because I love some toesies. Hey, you know what? Keep sending me... Those pictures, guys. I get, a, I, I've gotten a few now of just feats. And mm. don't get me wrong, I always enjoy a good pair of toesies. <laughs> but can we keep them to less hair? And I think I'm talking to the guys here. Guys, stop sending me pictures of your feet. No when, bunion pics. No bunions are after a long work day, huh? Don't need to see those. But ladies, would love to see those little feetsies. <laughs> Even after a day of work. Even after a day's work. I get it. 
Even after. They're tired. The dogs are tired. My boys, keep them in the cage. I'd like to see your debit card transactions <laughs> and see how many OnlyFan pages you subscribe to just for fee. You know, just for I fee. just recently ha- created one, and I did it for two reasons. I didn't know anything about OnlyFans for not that long ago, but one, oh, I created Oh, you're serious. Them. And yeah, You're serious. I, I, had, I, I created one thinking that it was for comedy because I was going to do a comedy show. And I was like, oh, it's like a Zoom. It's not like a Zoom no, at not. all. It's not like a TikTok at all. It is. How did I get strictly here? Strictly for porn. Like, Where am I? For porn. And it's like, oh, no. So I deleted my name and I don't know how to delete my account now. So like I, I I'm I'm on there. You're in it, brother. And I I don't know how to. I completely forgot my password and everything. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to like figure out a way. I need to call them, but I didn't put down any card information or nothing like that. But dude, I got as soon as I started realizing the because there's female comics that do that have an OnlyFans mm. or fans only or whatever the mm. fuck. And I get like and I I I follow these comics and some of them are guys and some of them are some of them are females yeah and this one dude i met in vegas straight dude but he got offered to send his shirt after like four hours of gaming and sweating into it and he had to like send his only he sent it through like it was like a weird fucking thing like but then he also sent his boxers too and the guy asked him to like be working at like he wanted how the musky much? how much i don't know well, he didn't tell me how much but i thought that because was... there's certain numbers that if you get high enough i would I, you want my chonies dude i'll fart in it you want me to fucking dude that could sit be your in job. it for three fucking days that and then send it job. to you i'll there's dude. people on there dude people on there that like even like your like your wife's fucking bra or something like something weird like that or you're like a napkin or, i don't know a tissue <laughs> napkin a dirty tissue or something oh i sneeze or i came on like dude weird shit like that they were like, but anyways, the, the for the females, they're like, oh, follow my OnlyFans, and I'm like, what fans only or whatever the fuck it's called, and then I will click I on it. I want to have one for only my and fans. And they're always like risque pictures, and I'm like, all right, well the ladies and some of the guys are always taking risque pictures, but like I'm like, all right, I'm oh. into it, but dude, <laughs> dude, not about that. I there's regular porn, but why do I need to create porn? Don't need to do it. Papa Bear needs to keep the chones on, and just and the lights. Yeah. And maybe do comedy not through Zoom because fuck fuck Zoom through comedy and mm. fucking fuck dude. But fans only or only fans, I don't get it, dude. Why would and I? That's more like creeper shit. Like hey, let's pay to be a creep for me, huh? Pay I'll you pay to you could be a creep all you want, but you know you got to pay me for it. I'm making like, money. That's so weird. Like mm. as a guy standpoint, I get fucking where I'm like, dude, you want me to do what? All right, but why? I guess everyone's intentions are different, I guess. I like feet. Oldest but Jesus, one of the I oldest not, trades in the book, man. I would never contact a chick to be like, "Hey, send me those feet and I'll send you 5 bucks or something." You know, like yeah. like not even or 50. You know, or but I'm telling you big money. It's big money. Yeah. There's a chick I know, she's making big money off that and just oh man, and she's hot. She's super hot. But man, Get that money, babies. Get you you that wouldn't money. send your sweaty shirt to somebody for like 200 bucks? You know, I would, but then at the end of the day, I'd have to be like, why does he... What if he uses that shirt and plants it as evidence somewhere? Damn. That's where my You have goes. your OnlyFans account as evidence of yeah. what happened with the shirt. Yeah, you have the purchase history. Yeah, yeah, but still... it does. It, so uh, you're fine. I don't know. What is... And then that probably helps him find that fucking guy. Why is your semen inside? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I don't know. I just think... I, you know, I probably should look into it. Would you be down to do it with me? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking. Dude, we could do like a holiday special. You I'm know, gonna make a blunt boys. Put only some fans, holly in front of only. in front of the boys. Hey, make buddy. a blunt boys fans only. I already have. I already have it. So we'll do it. All right. So I'll just change it into blunt boys. Yeah. We'll have like. And we'll see what kind of, of we could do weird. But I wonder how much money we could actually create. You'd be surprised. And Stay I'm talking, tuned, listeners. What if we do like a video of like us? How? Okay. Oh, dude, what? I run lots of miles, ladies what and if, guys. What if we contract Jensen Gals? Contract people who want to work with us, and they give us feet pics. Okay, wait. Do you guys like feeds too? Is this? I mean, I I like <laughs> I like I like feet if they sell. Oh, all right. I'm talking to a businessman. What about you? You like feetsies? Same. All right. Well, I'm talking to two businessmen. The guy who gets hard off little toesies. Well. Listen, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna create this OnlyFans Look, page. We're gonna we'll be the content wranglers and you'll be the 
content editor. Oh, yes. Like, are these toes good enough for Artie? <laughs> Papa Bear likes. He's the connoisseur. I like. He's going to know. Save that one for me. Whether it's I'm primo, right whether it's it. it's primo meats or or second rate cut, there is some I don't know. There are some people with some dude. Like this one guy sent me one, and Damaged he had some goods. really dry feet, and I just <laughs> it made me question. Just I feel bad for his shoes. Like I feel bad for his socks, man. You, it's a you lot. You could smell the picture. Uh, yeah. Oh. It was almost like a scratch and sniff. Oh God. God. No. Pedositos, little fetus. Anyways, but um, yeah, feeling a little spacey. But yeah, but but what I remember most about the castle is is the pool in the front. That <laughs> oh, the shit pool. was wild, yeah. bro. The, it's it, like all white. I, I yeah, go there. it's marble. all it's all marble. There's a fountain in the middle of it, and he's got fucking Greek and and Roman statues like lining the whole pool. What? And it's a pool. Like it looks like something where you're like, "Oh, that's decorative. I'm not I, supposed to get in that." I like, no, one, you're. That's. Psh. I think at one point he had a pool table in the pool. Probably, I think How so. How cool is that? Yeah, the indoor one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's got table. in the pool. In the pool. Yeah. Can you imagine? And that? it was up on like a raised platform, <laughs> so you could stand and play pool in the fucking pool. I think that's crazy that... You in remember, the gold-plated you, I pool. I mean, we all have fun in the pool. We all enjoy ourselves. But can you imagine being so rich where you're like, hey, man, grab that pool table, throw it in here. Like, sir, it's it's not going to... No, 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 no. It's going to be fine. Why do you think they call it a pool table? <laughs> Hello? Put it in the pool. <laughs> Let's go. Saying, corner pocket. And you just... Dive like, in, buddy. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Dude, so cool, I think man. they told me that they, oh, when I was there, that, that diving pool indoor, they have to filter the water because the gold is flaking off. Yeah. At a certain rate. Can you rate. imagine what they do with that? They probably sell and put it right back into the property. I wonder. I, I wonder. Or maybe they keep it and then they'll re- Reapply like, it or yeah, something? Yeah, reapply it somehow. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I wish I could, oh man, one of these days, I want to be a billionaire. It's literally plated, and you walk into it, and you look at it, and it's like, it feels like you're walking into a fucking dungeon at yeah. first, because you're in a fucking castle. He built it. It's all dark and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had to keep it cool. There's no air conditioning, so mm-hmm. they had to make it sure it was, you know, full of shade. When was it built? I don't know. Uh, a long time. Like, like 19, little... 1910, 19. like around then. Took well, a like what Billy years. said earlier, it was never supposed to be a finished project. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like the Winchester house. Yeah. It kind just, of. It just kept going. But not going. insane. I love that house. That house is dope. Creepy, eerie, but I can imagine Hearst Castle, probably the same. Creepy, oh, eerie, man. but also, can you imagine tour. someone did this? Did you someone go into his this? library yeah. where it had like the huge fireplace and the ceiling that's like fucking that, 60 feet in the air that one phone just sitting there mm-hmm. the landline it's like where is this called and they're like the house uh-huh, yeah it's just somewhere else in the house if he, if he wasn't in this room he'd call that room and then he'd call that room and then he'd call that room Call it would the direct line to the kitchen yeah that's so cool just cause it was such a huge property well yeah you'd have I would I. that's what I if I would ever were to ever be in that guy's shoes I would have my place more like dude I don't even really live here it's more or less for like my friends family you could crash here anytime you want. You don't have to, f- but I wouldn't have it how you know come to dinner and I'd pretty much have it like it's a hotel. You treat it how it is. Well, I'm sure, and anyway, I'll just I'll knock out the bill. But if you guys ever want to leave, go ahead. Well, just that's how we know. thought of it. But like, I'm sure back then there was a lot more social, yeah, expectation. Like if you invite someone, then you are responsible to not only house them. But, but you're also responsible to feed them. And entertain them. And entertain them. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want them leaving. You're the host. You're the yeah. fucking guy. Yeah. You don't want them but leaving dude, and then writing bad cage, about you. I would rage cage, dude. Yeah. I would rage cage. I would have ragers, day ragers, and then at the other opposite side of the house. Well, and think about who he's... Something. Well, and then and on, on the top of it... the opposite side of the house, paintballing, like, wait, <laughs> what? And where's Artie at? Uh, he's... Somewhere on the property. Somewhere jerking off, I think, looking at feet or something. I don't know, but dude, it'd well, be Well, and then the people crazy. you're doing that with aren't just... Like, obviously, you know, his 
if he had any like really close, close friends, friends. Yeah. you know, obviously I'm sure they're they're loaded as well, yeah. right? He's making sure they're fucking set and they're all having fun. But the majority of the people he's doing this shit with are politicians, mm-hmm. movie stars, yeah, see, mayors of cities, directors. Like Matthew McConaughey just constantly st- like hanging out and just being like, all right, all right, all right. Like, they're all right. literally eating out it. of the Here's palm of his fucking yeah. hand. Having Oprah coming out of nowhere and be like, and you get a car, and you get a car, and then walk out, and people be like, did that just happen? Yeah. <laughs> and then Alan Jackson coming in and being like, he's gone country, and back to his roots. He's gone country, and then next thing you know, Shania Twain comes in and goes, you call me stupid, you know no, I, I love, love you, don't be impossible, you know I need you. All right, well, um, dude, her sounds like a fucking amazing guy, but also just... Just a little dark too. He has like a dark side. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of money a lot of made off of. If you guys haven't seen Citizen Kane, I have watch not. It. But now that you told me that, dude, I had watch no idea it. that's what he was. And I, I don't it know. Gives you a good idea in like two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a good a good gist of like the the crazy shit that this guy was able to do. You know, um, just because people that was the media back then you know and when you when you control the media hot damn well thank you everybody for listening yes we love you you're amazing and i hope you learned something keep sending in those photos and uh, send any photos you want no damage goods though no, no, no damage no, no. goods. Send, you guys have other send any photos um, you want topics you guys might find us interesting to talk about dude don't be afraid to hit our line at Duber, or I'm sorry, at Duber 805. Uh, <laughs> hit us out of the Blunt Boys. Yeah, we got Twitter, we got Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let we us know, send us a DM. And if you guys want that smoke delivered straight to your house, hit Duber 805 up, ladies and gentlemen. Their website is www.doober805.com, and their phone number is 805-421-9449. Hit them up. They have got fire we've been smoking on the ice cream cake we have these new clean carts that they shot to us these things are amazing you guys will not be disappointed thank you everybody y'all have a great night Beep.